1: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
2: Welcome to the Number One Bengals Podcast. I'm your Hosted Maktuk. I'm joined, as always, by Dr. Hojis Electric Smooj. We have a very special guest today. I'm talking about Zim Vinci, Vincenati Hude. This is the heart and soul of the Bengals fan base right here. Zim, how are you doing, man?
1: I'm doing excellent, man. I'm so happy to come on your show, man. I've been waiting to come on for a while. We've done some stuff a long time ago, but I'm yeah. excited, man. It's it's the one thing I can be excited about with the Bengals not being in the playoffs. Yes, yeah, man, sir. I will say, yeah.
0: In terms of fandom and enthusiasm, you keep our spirits alive. And I follow your Twitter account, like, you know, like a man who is depressed and you know really needs something that lifts his spirits, and it does lift my spirits. And I'm it is, really grateful for all you
2: do. It is therapeutic. His Twitter and his Instagram obviously was was he exploded on Insta, Instagram a few years ago, and now he's on Twitter. He has he really he's like a media mogul now. He has this franchise of podcasts that he owns and is making millions of dollars from. And very impressive. So, Zim, look, we Bengals fans, we are lacking direction right now. We don't know what to do. We're out of the playoffs. We don't know. Do we watch the playoffs? Do we not watch the playoffs? Who do we watch? Who do we root for?
1: I'm watching the playoffs, guys, Um, on the strength of I feel like it's a a bit therapeutic for me to sit back and say, these are all the teams that we would have killed. That's number one. Number two, we need to be able to sit back and say, what can we do that some of these teams are doing and apply them to our team? So, oh, oh, and we need to watch all of our teams that we hate the most. We need to watch all of them lose.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, do we hate the most? Because I was
0: having a conversation with a young Bengals fan and a lot of the young Bengals fans hate the Chiefs more than they hate the Steelers, which I found surprising.
1: I hate the Steelers more than the Chiefs to the, to the day I die. Like I just grew up that way. I'm not. I'm. Don't judge this by me. I'm not as big on the Chiefs rivalry as like Bengals fans. I feel like that rivalry only gives them the attention that they want, and it gives them relevance. And um, I, that's a long conversation. So I don't really hate the Chiefs like a lot of people. What it is, is Bengals fans notice that there's so many Chiefs fans online, just like there's so many Bengals fans online. So they always be like, I hate those Bengals fans because they never ran into a fan base that has so many voices. I hate the Steelers, but I'm going to tell you what I really hate. I cannot stand Ravens. I call them purple people. And I do not like Browns fans online. I, I need those two teams to go out. I do not want... To watch them have any bit of success, those are the two teams. I'd rather choose go to a Super Bowl. See, that's, than that's watch. my
0: thing, though. With the with the Browns, I feel so bad for them that it's hard for me to hate them. You know, I I see I've seen their suffering. I, it's, even though they aren't nice, and they are. Do full you of spite, interact? Do you
1: interact with them? No. They think, they talk to us, Bengals fans, like they are the Patriots. I can't deal with those people. I'm sorry. I do not feel sorry for them one bit. Well, they are definitely not the Patriots.
2: You mentioned the Chiefs fans, Mr. Zim. And I just want to point out, a lot of them, they are going through a lot in terms of hormonally. They are A lot of them are about 13, 14 years old. and Their bodies are changing. Their voices are changing. They don't. They don't know what is going on. Their t-shirts are just to stink. Yes. So I I do understand why they are so emotional online.
1: <laughs> you might have hit it on the head, like they're going through puberty. But the thing is, sometimes I click the profiles or whatever. I try not to, but I say this this guy is way too old to be talking to people like this, and I'm I am very. I, I, it's a numbers thing, man. It's a lot of them people. You win Super Bowls, you start to garner a lot of fans. And I just think that they just get together and they talk crazy. And they act like they never had a 22 year playoff drought. And I don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. What I'm hearing from you is that, okay, you don't want the AFC North to win. You don't really care after that. But I I got to say, I got to say, and, and you want to see what we can learn. There's something about the Cincinnati Bengals team that was different this year. I Here's the thing. They finished 9-8, and eight, winning record, barely missed the playoffs. They had the toughest schedule in the entire league. They had a backup quarterback for, what, like 10 games, 7 games. I don't know how many games. And, right, they had the injured Joe Burrow for the first, like, four games. And they had one of the worst defenses in the league in terms of, you know, Statistically, at least, but somehow they won nine games. Like I, I don't. How did they do it? There was something about this team that they really just wanted to see them in the playoffs because I feel like they could have done something special.
1: They had some special games, man. I, I think when you go to two straight AFC championships you are the back-to-back ASC North uh, title champion then then people start to view their expectations and start to look at the team different and i think a lot of people are disappointed in what happened with this season you just did a really good job of highlighting the things that i thought they did well um and and, and still overcame all those different obstacles um but they had some games like Think about it, the Rams game. That was a defensive stand. Like, that was crazy. Think about the Seahawks' second half. That was a defensive stand. They, they got to the red zone five times. Think about Joe Burrow coming back and putting a knife in the 49ers at their house, dropping them off by, like, 20, then coming back the next week and packing up the bills. Insane stuff. Then you go, and he went four out of five. He's hot. He's averaging 290 a week. Then you, like you said, you talk to Jake Brown and stuff. I just I look at those Steelers games and I and I really feel like those are the two things that kept us out of the playoffs. I really look at those games a lot more than all of them. They make me so angry. But outside of that, they had some phenomenal games. That Vikings game, I tweeted this right after the game. That's not a familiar foe. It's not a big game for bragging rights or anything like that. And people might not remember it. But I went back and I watched that game again. I really think that game was special. How they did it, you we start to have these conversations about T. Higgins, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Like it it was just special. And if you saw how they fought in that game where they looked like they were dead to rights a bunch of different times, that reminded me of like the 2021 Bengals, where they would just do something miraculous before halftime, or like the, or or Jermaine Pratt makes a special play. It was just a special game. And I get it, it's a regular season game and people's expectations are high, but they had games in there sprinkled in there when they did have Joe Burrow's back, like I was saying in the Rams game, where he didn't play good at all, but that defense was humming. So that's how they did it. It's the championship pedigree and what they had done in the last two years. Some of those things had spewed out and then you saw other times where teams took advantage of them early on and they couldn't recover.
2: Yeah, well said. It, it, it they They're a winning team now. They're the... Opposite of the, what the Bengals used to be. They have a winning culture, and I think that will carry over. And that's that's one of the reasons that I'm glad that we won that Cleveland game. We went out there and we you know gave it our all. But I would say this. We have on the show the second biggest Zach Taylor fan in the entire internet. Dr. Hojidakriksmoji, huge Zach Taylor fan, only second to Bengals captain, I would say, in his in his yeah, in well, his support. Well, that's in contention. I mean, some say I'm the biggest. Some say yeah, you know, he could be. You know. He could be number one. But
0: I, I I feel I'm the biggest.
2: I would say this, Mr. Zim. I think
0: this was Zach Taylor's best year.
2: This was the first time where I think his coaching got us more games than, than you know. It was always Joe Burrow, but somehow it was with the Browning. You know, with with Jake Browning, he put Jake Browning in position. To win those, you know, three or four games.
0: I like that. Yeah, I mean, even as a Zach Taylor fan, uh, I I look at this year, and I, I I realize that the issue I feel is that in the AFC North, you have to have something really special to to make it to the playoffs. And I think if we had been in any other division, Zach's. Great coaching would have been enough, but I think in our division we can't really do it without Joe Burrow, and and, and that was something that was hard for me to admit, as a yeah. Zach Taylor fan. Uh, but but uh, you know I, I think the defense, the losses we faced on defense mattered a lot, but uh, yeah, Joe Joe is the show, and yeah. and in fact, if I if I may, I, I I'd like to recite a poem by the late great Diana Ross. <laughs> and address it to Joe Burrow and say, Joe, I need you by me, beside me, to guide me, to hold me, to scold me. Because when I'm bad, I'm also bad. And and by me, I mean the Cincinnati Bengals.
2: Yeah, beautiful. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Let yeah. me ask you, Mr. Zim, where do you stand on Zach Taylor? Do you think he's good enough to complete the job and win that Super Bowl?
1: That's a tough one, man. I'm going to tell you my true thoughts. Like, I, I I, was at the Super Bowl. Great seat. One of the greatest days of my life. But I do think about that game. I've even talked to a player, and we finished each other's sentences. And I, I literally think that Zach Taylor lost us the Super Bowl. And in my mind, every single day of my life, I have this battle in my brain of – Am I just telling people that we could do this? And I really, truly believe what's really holding us back because I don't believe in luck. And I just look at certain things like Zach Taylor ran six screens the week before Kansas City comes to a team that is the worst screen defense team in the National Football League in the Rams and only throws one. Uh, Joe Mixon running a ball like at a at like six yards a clip. He stops running with a 10 point lead like there there are things that I question him in crunch times now to be fair there's so many things he does really well so haji you you're on point um thank you. by saying that this might be his best coaching effort and it's not that I don't think that he's competent it's just some of the decisions in some of these clutch moments the fourth and one the other day I don't question that one I just think that that's a personnel thing, they didn't count up the numbers and everything like that. I like that decision to go forward on four from one. But he has some head-scratching moments, and all coaches do as well, too. I just don't know uh, if he understands in the NFL, you watch Lamar Jackson drop back like 20 times a game, and everybody goes crazy, and they say he's the MVP. I don't know if he's understanding that Joe Burrow isn't injury-prone the quarterback position that the position that he plays is injury prone. And and, you can't just drop back 40 times a game and think I'm going to be a Joe Burrow merchant. And, um, you know, and, and he had to prove that to your point. He proved that a couple of different times Here's
0: where you and I might disagree. And here's where a lot of Bengals fans and I might disagree and I might make them angry. I was thinking about Lamar Jackson the other day and please don't get upset. I think that Lamar I'm already Jackson, getting frankly, upset. is the greatest is the number one quarterback in the NFL. And my standard wow. for that is this there is no team where you put Lamar Jackson on that team and it's worse. Including the Cincinnati Bengals. Whoa. If Lamar Jackson were on the Cincinnati Bengals, we wouldn't have an offensive line issue. We wouldn't have a run game issue. We would have a winning issue. Lamar Jackson wins. Now, it might not be the traditional, beautiful, Joe Burrowy looking stuff, but he wins and he's awesome. And I I tell you what, I have never seen, ever, a more confident quarterback, when he gets the ball, he looks like he's playing outside of his house. That man is so confident because he knows he's almost definitely not going to get sacked. And it's not because of his offensive line, it's because of him.
2: can I can I can I respond to that? Yes, please. Where do you where do you stand on that? Lamar You, you, got, you,
1: you got a no, couple do different you points in there. Agree with
2: me or
0: disagree with me. First, let's let's establish that.
1: Uh I'm gonna meet you halfway. Uh, first and foremost, Lamar Jackson is one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL this season. And I think he's like sixth most sacked. could fact check me or whatever. So he does get sacked. But I do agree with your point of him making the offensive line overall just look better. A Ravens fan, I'll tell you right now, they don't believe in their tackles that much. But the one thing that I think that you could do with Joe Burrow, that same thing that you said, is you put him on any single team, and I think he makes them all better as well, too. If you had Joe Burrow's scheme with the Ravens or whatever currently right now, where it's more run-heavy or whatever, sure, you're not running like RPO, read-option stuff, every single you know whatever, but the Todd Monkin style of offense has evolved into a more pass pro-style offense anyway, so... I think Joe Burrow could do the same thing. I think Joe Burrow would have that team with two losses as well. There's no team in the NFL that Joe Burrow doesn't elevate as well. I think Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL. And I'm only saying that because we're talking as Bengals fans. If I go into a forum, I have to be like, Pat Mahomes is the best. He's got two championships and stuff like that. I just think that that style of improvising and stuff like that, it just isn't sustainable for a long period of time. I think Joe Burrow, his style of play will continue to get smarter, smarter and smarter, more Tom Brady. Like what happens when Lamar Jackson's legs aren't the same like legs? And one thing about Lamar Jackson, too, I think is very, very important. It's easy to have the best rushing team in the National Football League, have a top three defense and always play from ahead. He's only played from behind one time this whole entire season in the fourth quarter in the playoffs you're playing better defenses and i'm not sure it's a reason why lamar jackson 6 years later into the nfl has a 1 in 3 record now can he prove us prove me wrong and and do and elevate i think he's the most dynamic the the scariest all these different things playing in the nfl but throwing the football at critical points in a playoff game is what joe burrow does better than anybody and I'm going to tell you, it's a guy that reminds me of him, is it's C.J. Stroud. If I were to start a football team right now, I wouldn't start it with C.J. I wouldn't start it with Lamar Jackson. I would start it with C.J. Stroud. I think he has all the abilities to move around, and he's, and he's quick with his decisions. He could throw the ball. And to me, regular season football and playoff football are two different things. I, I agree with damn near everything you said, but I just haven't seen Lamar do what Joe Burrow has done in playoff games get sacked nine times and throw for 350 on the road against the number one seed, I watched Lamar Jackson as the number one seed lose right in front of his home field and everybody went home sad.
0: That's that, that so was, well put. And, so, and since yes. you're on a roll, Zim, let's go back to your statement that Zach Taylor lost us the, the Super Bowl. And the reason I want to go back to it is because it hurt me de- deeply. And yet part of me in a dirty, voyeuristic way wants to know why why what was his first what what was his worst moment in the super bowl zach taylor
2: well he's saying it was the play calling he's saying you know call more
0: screen play calling is is not the moment what was the worst play
1: i thought going for it on the fourth down early in the game on our side of the field i thought that was too aggressive he made mistake after mistake all day I, I, the the running when the run game, the bro, they were running for like six point two yards a carry and they stopped giving the ball to mixing. Even at the end, at the end of the game, you're you're in third and one and your best running back isn't on the field. And then you're telling me like, oh well, that's just the personnel that we're using it. Like I'm putting my horses out on the field. The, you know what makes the Bengals special in the 2021 season is very similar to what makes the Bengals special right now. The reason why everybody's photoshopping T Higgins on their respective teams, the Chiefs and all these other teams like that, is because they recognize how special T Higgins is. But the 2021 season was so special because Mixon, I love him to death. Even in 2024, he's a dog. But in 2021, you wouldn't dare double them on the outside and then leave a light box for Joe Mixon in 2021. He would kill you. And he did that to the Raiders. He did that. I mean, he had over 1,500 all-purpose yards. He was a dog. So them not riding that, they had a 10-point lead in them getting away from the run is something that we see currently right now with Zach Taylor. Like, think about the, the Browns game. We just beat the crap out of them the other day. Joe Mixon runs for 16 yards, and then they threw three straight passes. Yeah. He does a lot yeah. of the same. I I like Zach Taylor. I don't want this to come across as like I think like whatever. Don't you try to make this the headline of Zim thinks Zach Taylor cost. No, the no, no. It's two. not the head. It'll be Believe one of the me. He will. This is Jim. like five I
0: articles think... already. Yeah, this doesn't just one. <laughs> I don't know if you've been following our channel, but in the past week or two weeks, right. the successes that our channel has seen on YouTube, mostly from Zim, and you Instagram. know it's funny. You know what's funny? It's, all, it's, it's been like it's really it's. It's really been daddyo capitalism gone awry. Yeah, I mean this guy—he's been—he's been selling us out so much. Well, we've gotten like fifty thousand hits in the past week. So be careful. Yeah. Anything nice. you say here will go viral. Well,
2: okay. I have learned a lot from Zim. He's the original Bengals—you know—Instagram page, and I've learned a lot actually about hashtags. And you have to, you know, in this show. We can't just say the Bengals, we have to say Cincinnati Bengals NFL, you know? We have right. to say Bengals the schedule. We can't just right. say Joe Burrow, you have to say Joe Burrow girlfriend, Joe Burrow Heisman speech. You have to get all of the words into the video for it to Jake rank. Jake Browning
1: girlfriend. Put that in the hashtag. There
2: you go. Jake Browning girlfriend. Yes. And and we talked, you said that you think I know you have to go. So, Zim, let me know if, if you have to run. You have yeah, a couple yeah. minutes. I, or
1: no? I got a couple minutes. I got a couple minutes. This is a so fun guy. Yeah. I, did I tell you how much I love your chain too? Thank you. Yes. I think your chain is amazing, man. I it's think a that, gift that's... from
2: Adam Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, we, that's hard. we
0: had a, a we were we were on a show with Adam Pac Man Jones for a while and really affected our wardrobe.
2: And if you remember the Pac Man Jones Arrest, hashtag Pac Man Jones Arrest. A lot of search volume for that one. I just wanted to say okay. it on the show, yeah.
1: I I, but, I feel like the chain with the suit is just like so like chef's kiss. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah. but
0: really, I think ultimately, with Joe Burrow back, the Cincinnati NFL Bengals can succeed with Zach Taylor salary aid. Yes.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. So so Zim, look, I'll just real quick, I just want to. You talked about you have Higgins and you have Jamar Chase on the you know on the on the uh, on the, the opposite sides, and that opens up a lot of things. And you mentioned to me before the show, "Hey, look, T Higgins, Jamar Chase, they're going out there. They are doing press conferences, they're doing interviews together. These guys love each other. Joe Burrow said, you know, everybody expects him to be back. He wants to be back. They want him back. What's 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 going to happen in your mind? How is this going to work? Are they really going to pay T Higgins of the NFL the Cincinnati Bengals 20 million dollars a year when they know they're going to have to pay Jamar Chase 25, 30 million dollars a year?"
1: Yeah, um I think it happens, man. I, I think um I think that first of all, the press conference that 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 Burrow did, he didn't have to do. He made it very clear when he was very decisive. Like I mean, he was very like definitive when he said this, but he said, This is what I expect. We expect him to be here. The players want him here. I know T wants to be here. You know, these are – that, and then I thought he sent a message directly to the front office and said, I did things in my contract to make sure that people like T. Higgins would be here. The Jamar one is kind of crazy in this regard. I think that they could pull off the Jamar deal this summer and make it work. I find it hard when I start to crunch the numbers on, like, my wish list for free agency. It's not that much, but I want, like, a Leonard Williams. Like, that would be the big splash guy um, or Chris Jones, right? And then you put a old, uh, like a veteran safety. Um, You get like a maybe like a veteran linebacker here or there or whatever, just to kind of beef up the room. Um, And then you sign like uh, Trent Brown, the right tackle. You still go to the draft and go get, you know, a a right tackle. But that's what I would want. I can't see them signing Jamar. But I think Jamar might say, I'm going to do what Justin Jefferson did. I'm going to wait it out and do exactly what he just did. I'm young. I'm still J- – J- Jamar Chase is still the youngest wide receiver on the Cincinnati Bengals at, like, 23 years old or something like that. He's younger than Yoshi. He has the power to say, I'm going to play this season out. I'm already going to get $20 million anyway. I'm going to play it out because he got the double uh Pro Bowl bonus or whatever. So he gets top dollar anyway. He might say, I'm going to let this whole thing ride out. I'm going to keep the cap number at what it is currently right now. And then I come back the next year, like what Justin Jefferson is about to do right now and let him set the market. Let Justin Jefferson set the market. Let all these guys go before me so that I could go after them. I could see I could see Jamar doing that. Um, The T Higgins one. I thought Joe Burrow made it very clear. I'm not interested in a tag and trade without saying it. But I do think that the Bengals would say automatically, we don't like your agent. We don't think the deal gets done but we're tagging you the same way we did Jesse Bates, in the same way we did with AJ green. And we'll walk away from this and say, yeah, we got five years out of T Higgins at, at bargain money. He's, he's only made on average, like two, $3 million per year for the first four years. And only in, and had multiple thousand yard seasons, he had 900 yards with Brandon Allen. So you could kind of, I'm kind of retroactively like pulling back money, but They underpaid him for all these other years. Cool, we'll tag you for one year, and then we'll part ways, and then we'll beat it. If somebody calls us and they got a first-round pick and they want to do something, we'll pick it up and listen to them. If they ain't got a first-round pick, we're not picking it up, and we're going to go into the 2024 season, and we're all in. So one more year of T. Hold on, wait. This is the last year of T. Yeah.
0: Zim, let's keep exploring this option, okay? So let's say, hypothetically, the Bengals are able – to keep Jamar Chase fantasy Jersey stats and T Higgins fantasy Jersey stats. What do they do in the draft?
1: They go to the draft and they trade up and go get Brock Bowers.
0: And you think <laughs> they'll actually do that?
1: Nah, but that they should because the missing link to making the Thanos infinity stone get, you know, Joe Burrow, what he needs is changing the balance of the offense. Changing what they do so that you're not relying on the horses on the outside. You now have a speed running back that you go pick up in another round. Maybe you keep mixing, maybe you don't. I'm not sure. Um, we'll talk about that later, right? Because are gonna keep mixing, let's be honest, it's cap savings. Yeah, all over they yep. get like 5.6 that they whatever. So, um, but I will say this: I think the evolution of the Bengals, the next wave it's always going to be Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase together like Jerry Rice in Montana, right?
0: T m- might be right
1: now, but the next thing all great quarterbacks have is a dominant tight end. And I ain't talking no free agent tight end. And if you look at this tight end draft class, it's not really that good. And if they're at the 18th pick, you got nine picks. Last year, I think the, I was looking at this, I think Ace told me this, gave up like the 80th pick to go from like 18 to like 12 or somebody like that i would do it i got nine picks and then think about this you know that their gm uh what's his name what's his name something brown what's that guy's name Troy Brown. Troy you know for the Bengals, the the the, right. the operations do if yeah. if you know if he leaves they get two thirds oh wow you get you get you two got so of what no two third round no. picks oh i see i see So you got all this ammo to go move up. I mean, I would move up. Like, that's what I would do. They've moved up to go get Cam Taylor-Britt. They moved up to go get... I don't know. I mean, I saw the Steelers do it last year with Broderick. I just really think that the tight end, that Brock Bowers one, is the one that I'm going to be screaming from the mountaintops. And a lot of people aren't going to like it. They're going to say, go get his offensive line. Go get his defense line. But if you do what you have to do in free agency, you won't be saying that. They should... We The slogan before was um uh, why not us and then it was it is us you know what the slogan is this year it
2: has always been us and no it's, to be it's
1: us. no it's you owe us you owe oh, Bengals right. fans like me you owe Bengals fans like yourselves the ability to say i've got two years where i could spend money and i need to spend some of this money the same way they cut the check for Orlando Brown for 30 million last all season, the same way that they cut the check for Jermaine Pratt with $9 million up front, all these different things, they need to go with that agreement. Because once you get to 2026, you're not getting anybody. <laughs> I don't know if y'all seen the cap hits from like, you know, Joe Burrow. Like, you're not getting nothing. This is the only time that they'll ever be able to get like viable, like free agent talent. Under, in the Joe Burrow era right now. And I'm not yeah. asking for a lot, but if they take care of those positions before they go to the draft, if you go sign Trent Brown at right tackle, yes, he's 30 years old, but there's no Bengals fan that's going to be saying you have to make the first-round pick or offensive tackle because they handled business before they got to the draft. That's the point that I – like, the guy that says online, they they got to go to the trenches – they don't need y'all, those guys think that they're helping fans, or they think that they're helping the Bengals or they're they're helping everybody else by being some hero and saying we need offensive line in the draft. You're only bailing the Bengals front office out. You need to be putting that same pressure on them to go get free agents before you even go into the draft to solidify the position. Why? Because that's what winning teams do. You guys just told me that we're we're a winning team now, that's what winning teams do. They take care of business and they don't have holes before they go to the draft. And now they're borders wide open. They're doing open.
0: it on defense, on defense too, and to great success.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: here's the thing, Mr. Zim Hude. You have a lot of appointments. I take it you have you have people waiting for you. You have like eight other podcasts to do tonight. <laughs> we don't want to keep you any longer. But tell the people what they should
1: do, where
2: they should find
1: you. You can follow me at Zim underscore Houdé on Instagram. You can follow me at Zim Hude on Twitter. Also, ZimHoudé.com. I do a, a pod, me and my partner Ace, called the Winson Pod, where we house a couple of different pods under there too. But the Winson pod, Pod, um, just search it. It'll pop right up on Twitter and um, on YouTube. But that's where you can find me. Zim, yeah.
0: we always ask our fans to put some a comment in the YouTube
1: Uh, Comment section.
0: What should they comment on? What do you want to hear their thoughts on?
1: Who? I don't know. I mean, I think they should ask. I I think we need to have a conversation about your chain. I I think that.
0: I was going to say that. Or who should we root for? Who do we want to win? Who Who do we we want to lose in these NFL playoffs? Playoffs. Hashtag NFL playoffs.
1: Oh, okay. Let's do it. NFL playoffs. I mean, I'm I'm telling. I think y'all see my perspective is is very different I was very interested to hear your perspective on that like I you yeah. know for we me had
0: a so so background for those <laughs> who were not here the, who are not the three of us before yeah. the show I well was we have three we
2: have three people watching the live stream right now so well, anybody I yeah. was two of the them three of you here. should
0: listen yeah. to the three of us I I was saying that I like when a an NFL uh, you know, sorry, a a AFC North team like let's say the Steelers goes far and even wins the the playoffs because uh, because it tells people look this is how hard we have it this is what we're dealing with we're playing the hardest darn teams in the NFL the Ravens the Steelers these guys are are tough as nails and we play them and we win
1: yeah well my my life Zim is disagreed. very. My life is very different on the internet. So those same teams that will go win those games, they'll just come back and spit it in your face the, the next day. They'll come back and say, you didn't go to the playoffs. You didn't lose. You didn't do whatever. Those same teams. I remember being young when the Ravens won that last Super Bowl. I never thought that 10, 11 years later, that those same people would be t- calling me a loser in a ring list after they win their I, Super Bowl. You see I'm what I'm saying? Like, I... I I can't have those people saying, yeah, now we got another ring. You still don't get like, they're just going to have bragging rights. Over.
2: I don't, I don't want Patrick Mahomes to win another one because eventually the debate is going to be 20 years from now, Mahomes or Burrow, who is better? And Burrow's falling behind. I don't want him to fall too far behind, but Burrow is our Montana, I think right. of this age and Jake Browning Sadly, is, the, guys, is Steve, Monta- I think he's is our Steve Young. Yeah,
0: He's our Marino. Let's be honest. No. He's good enough to win a Super Bowl, but maybe he won't ever win one. I don't think so. He's more like a Montana,
2: the way he plays. It's funny because, because mm. uh, Mahomes reminds me a little bit of Marino. He just has a great situation. He's winning a lot. Okay,
1: look. Mahomes reminds me of Tony Romo. Interesting.
2: Interesting. Maybe that's why Tony Romo likes me so much. Look, Zim, four viewers right now for this live stream. I don't know if you've ever seen... That kind of, if you ever performed in front of that kind of audience, but I feel like your channel is gonna explode. (laughs) It's gonna get so much more popular right now because we have four people. We're (laughs) no, but Zim Zim is the is the guy. He has the YouTube channel along with our good friend Ace Boogie. They are doing it right, and make sure if you don't already subscribe there, you're
0: subscribed to their show. And yeah, remember you can come to our channel for anything involving the Cincinnati Bengals NFL playoffs. Joe Burrow Jake Browning girlfriend exactly exactly. there you go okay with that we
2: are going to let Mr. Zim who they go and uh, yeah don't forget to subscribe to our show turn on notifications and you can also follow Hoji on Twitter you probably won't learn a lot about the Bengals but you will, uh, you will see some cute pictures of cats. And you can follow me and you can check out John Sheeran's articles on a2zsports.com slash Cincinnati. We'll see you next time. So long, sweetie. fucks.